When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday, July 12th. I'm Rudy. When my stepbrother came out as gay, my stepdad said, I knew I shouldn't have let you get that earring when you were 14, which is so dumb. Everyone knows it's caused by vaccines. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What's happening to everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher every day, 9.45 a.m. Going live on Instagram. couple of things right away. First up, you can catch our award-winning short film, Raising a Daughter, right now on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Also, coming up on June 20th, Tuesday night, going to be doing the Tuesday night showcase over at House of Comedy, Mall of America. Show starts at 8. I believe it is $5 to get in. little shorter set than usual, but uh, tons of great comics going to be on that night. But first off... Ah. Ah. Um, every time I go... My heart is stolen once again by you, Wisconsin. You did it again to me. You did it again. (gasps) Madison, Wisconsin, I'm in love with you. And every time I leave, yeah, I get the bottle flu. And Madison, Wisconsin, your beers are really fine. If you add a couple shots, it's a really good time. It's the only place I've been where you could spin a yarn with some stinky hippie who was working on a farm. Mm-hmm. And up there by the Capitol, well, you might hear the sound of 20-year-old protesters trying to burn it to the ground. Ah. Madison, Wisconsin, I'm in love with you, but your streets are kind of messy, make it hard to get through they're zigging and they're zagging and they kind of are a mess but madison wisconsin you are the goddamn best oh madison ah every time i go i never want to leave you did it to me again let's say good morning to some people hello mira nicole scooter olina let's see who else we got here this morning man jules hello elizabeth jamie what's up mel I was, in a, I was in your state over the weekend. Whoopty. What's up, buddy? Sean, Amanda. Nice to see everybody up and at him this morning. Wyatt. Oh, yeah, man. Madison once again. Ah, oh, you did it to me. You did it to me. Every time I go there, I think, you know what? I should. I got to pack up. I should just pack it all up and just move to this amazing establishment. What a city that place is. It's like... A mini San Francisco with a quarter of the homelessness and none of the urine smell. God, it's awesome. <sighs> Mira says, hey, Rudy. Hello, Mira. Uh, Mel, I was in your state this weekend. Look at that. Look at us being swapping buddies. Not in that weird way either. Uh, but yeah, Madison was just unbelievable. Uh, went there on Saturday afternoon because they added a early show for Sam Morell at Comedy on State. And it was... Man, I am glad I hustled my ass there. Like, I literally got there. Uh, his opener, Dina, 
who um, uh, is from New York as well, was already on stage by the time I got there to the first show. I had to sit way in the back, which is fine. Like, comedy on stage is not a huge room anyways. But it was um, it was great, and every show was just a little bit different. That's what you like to see in a, in a good stand-up. I mean, I'm going down there for the show. I want to. I, I, that's why I bought tickets for all three shows. I'm like, I'm already here. Why would I come down here and just waste? And then do what? I'm there by myself. So I just bought tickets for all three shows and caught all three, and it was damn good. Um, later on that night, I was I was out walking around. I, it's weird to like, especially Madison, because it's just it's so packed in. In um, it's so packed with like you know college age kids and the summertime not so much but I don't want to be like that weird forty year old dude who's just like walking around by himself that's weird so I just ran up to uh, Ian's which is a uh, uh, the pizza joint on the corner right at the beginning of State Street and just grabbed a couple slices of pizza it was late I mean dude it was like twelve fifteen you know for me that's late you know twelve thirty especially when you get down there at five and you have your you know your first uh, your first couple of beverages at about five twelve. So, but later on that night, I don't know if you guys maybe caught the Instagram live that I did, but it is like 1230 at night. There's hotels, there's residential areas, and there is a band just out on State Street, in the middle of State Street, just pounding away. I mean, just, it it was as loud as an ACDC concert, and people were like jamming, just, you know, giggling their asses off, and... (laughs) It was great. I had so much fun. And then finally I was like, all right, it's time to make maybe just call it a night, dude. You've had your fill. You've been out. You know, that's the one thing about becoming 40 is you sort of learn your limitations. You know, if this was 15 years ago, it would have been like, we're powering through. We're going to watch the sun come up somehow. You know, if we do it from a jail cell, great. But we're watching the sun come up. But now it's like, eh, I just want to go back to the hotel, have a couple of spotted cows, watch some sports center. The uh, McGregor fight was on Saturday night. I wanted to catch up with what happened with that, which I don't know if you saw the photos or any of the videos, but holy Jesus, good God. If you haven't, don't. Like, just do yourself a favor and don't watch. Because <laughs> that is a gnarly broken ankle. Um, but on my way back, I happened to run into Sam Morell and his uh, opener, Dina, on the street. They were staying at the same hotel I was. And... You guys ever heard the, the term shoot your shot? Shoot your shot. Every time, no matter what, shoot your shot. Uh, so I saw Sam, and because of, you know, like what I do with Dana Carvey and with Adam Ray and Jesse May Peluso, and uh, I was like, you know what, man, just just chat with him for a minute. See what he says. Um, so I came up, I was like, hey, man, great show. I was at all three shows. And at one of the shows, there was this, like, I don't know what happened with the lights, but there was something that happened and something blew up behind the stage and there was smoke and you could smell something burning. And it was right in the middle of Sam's act, you know, which he handled it like a consummate pro. And uh, luckily, you know, the building didn't burn down or anything. He didn't see about it, hear about it on the news. So everything turned out fine. But uh, we were just kind of chatting about that for a second. And I was like, hey, man, just, you know, by the way, this is what I do for a living. If you ever need help with it, please let me know. And he was like super cordial. And, and I was like, can I buy you a drink in the bar? And he said, no, man, I'm just going to call it a night. And everybody was, you could tell, man. Everybody, I mean, dude, that's a long. If you're doing, so Friday night, three shows probably. Saturday night, three shows. Thursday night, two shows. I mean, dude, you're stacking them up. I mean, eight shows. And, and not like, 
And not like you're doing like 10 minutes, dude. Like that dude's doing an hour plus sometimes, you know, and then crowd work on top of it. And afterwards, shaking hands and signing autographs. And Jesus Christ, I can imagine. So, you know, when some 40 year old diminutive white dude comes up and is like, hey, man, you want to get a drink? I'm sure he's like, the last thing I want to fucking do is talk to your ass. OK, dude, I just want to hang out, <laughs> which I do not blame him. Uh, what's up, BJ? How are you? Bruce, nice to see you. Uh, let's see. Camp Kasem in UW-Madison. I don't think I've ever been to Camp Kasem. Is that a... Uh, I know it's spelled Kesem, but I'm going Kasem because Casey Kasem might have been a hell of a Badger fan. That'd be a guy you want to sit and drink with. Good morning, Kendra. Uh, yeah, but it was... Man, I'm telling you. That dude is... If you don't know who I'm talking about, which I played some of his material on Friday before I went down there, trust me, just give it a little bit of time. You certainly will. Like, this dude, he's right on the cusp of, you know, breaking. And really, if you watched uh, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, if you watched the, the stand-up scene, he was actually in that scene. He's the guy who brings, uh, he, he's actually leaving the stage, and then the host gets up and is like, hey, give it up for Sam Morell, which was like a really kind of, I guess, a tip of the cap to like, dude, you are fucking making this happen for yourself. Uh, what's up, Carl? How are you, man? Uh, love you to the extreme. Rock a mic like a bandula. Light up the stage and watch a chump like a candle. Dance. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mu- So that's what I'm talking about. Shoot your shot. Every now and again, um, you know, feel free to go up and ask somebody, Hey, dude, I do this thing. Would you like some help with it? Because you never know where the hell it's going to lead. You really don't. Find out. Uh, I found out I'm going to... Uh, New York City in October. I'm going to be out there filming a couple of shows for Jesse May Peluso. And uh, if anybody happens to be in the New York area who listens to this podcast, please let me know about places to go, things to see. I've never been. I'll be out there by myself for the most part. Um, starting, I think, I don't know the, the dates yet. I, I don't know if it's going to be like Wednesday into the following week or if it's going to be Monday to Sunday because the show is Saturday. The, the shows, I should say, that I'm going to be recording gonna be on the so i don't know yet but if anybody's got like a lead on cool stuff to do obviously it's new york city but i just don't want to go do all the touristy shit either i don't want to go to like times square and you know i don't the empire like i'm sure all that stuff is great all of it's amazing but i would much rather go see what the locals are up to man you know probably gonna try to make at least one run to the comedy cellar just to go see a show just to say you've been there you know feel like you have to you know especially if you're in the the realm of uh anything comedy met a couple of guys from minneapolis that were there i don't know if these dudes were brother-in-laws seemed like it though seemed like they were pretty cozy with one another when it came to like not in like a uh not in like a, a relationship type of way but like they knew each other very well and it was great man like these dudes were like you know they knew a lot of the same comics that i knew and if you want to get partnered up at a table with somebody, let it be somebody from, like, your neck of the woods. Uh, let it be somebody that you have something in common with, like you guys live in the same area. The dude I had to sit with at the late show, that guy was, like, stone-faced the whole time. He was there by himself, did not want to talk, did not <laughs> I was like, could we never, ever, ever set me at a table with a dude who's just like... I was like, so where are you from, man? He's like, Madison? Like, duh? Uh? God? That's where I'm, that's where I'm from? here like he was mad and i'm like i'm just trying to make small talk dude like we got 10 minutes for the goddamn show starts could at least be kind of cool a little bit be nice wouldn't it um but uh yeah i'm telling you man um but here's the other thing i also wanted to bring up because while i was down there 
I found out that uh, Louis C.K. is coming to not only Madison. He's going to be there Sunday through Tuesday, but that Sunday through Tuesday before, he's going to be at Acme Comedy Club here in town. And if you're on the Instagram live feed, just throw in a comment. Would you go see Louis C.K.? He's one of these guys that was like on such, I mean, he was like on my Mount Rushmore of dudes that would probably never get busted ever doing anything inappropriate because he was like such a good guy. You know, and the funny part is, is I had Brian Cranston, Louis C.K., um, and then Al Franken was a part of it. And I'm like, you know, obviously these guys will never go down. And goddamn, what do you know? Like two out of the four. Um, but would you go see him? I mean, the shows sold out immediately. I didn't even know the shows were happening and they were already sold out. I think they went on sale at like noon on, you know, whatever that was, Thursday. And tickets were, every show, five shows, one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, all the shows sold out in like record time. Just completely gone. Uh, Kendra says for sure, good. Because I feel like I would go see him too. I'd be in. Only because uh, he's a legend. And also we like a good comeback, do we not? And plus what that guy did was just a touch different than what, we've been kind of accustomed to when it comes to the, you know, it wasn't a Weinstein. It wasn't a situation where he was like physically putting himself on people. I imagine that there was a couple of times where a couple of the ladies that this happened with, because if you don't know the story, basically he would like be at a comedy club or he'd be like doing a theater show and he'd be in a bar and he'd meet somebody and they'd be like, Oh my God, this is Louis CK. And then he'd bring him up to the hotel room and he'd have a couple of drinks with him. And at some point he would then ask, do you mind if I masturbate in front of you? Now, I'm sure that there's a couple of people that got freaked out, and I'm sure there's a couple of people that left, and I'm sure that there's a couple of women that were like, absolutely, dude, you're Louis C.K., do what you want. Um, but then it kind of came out that, you know, that it got a little weird sometimes. And the thing, the, and the, the takeaway I got from it, and I know it's not the most popular opinion with people, and I totally get it, is when Sarah Silverman came to his defense and said, listen, it's kind of his thing. You know, it's what he does. Everybody's got their weird thing, their weird, quirky, sexual thing. I get it. Um, you know, she said, I've, I've known him for so long that when he would come to New York and do shows, he would usually stay at my place. And then we would have some dinner and a, have a couple of glasses of wine before we leave. And at some point he would, you know, kind of just like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, jerk it in front of you? And Sarah would be like, ugh. Yes, I guess. If that's your thing, do it. I'm not going to look at you, but just whatever you have to do to get through the night, okay? I get it. You're a single guy. <laughs> you know, like, you, if you need this, go for it. And and he would. And my thing was always, wouldn't it be nice to have a friend that you trust enough to allow you to do... Obviously, it's gross and it's sick and it's weird. And I don't think that anybody should ever be, you know subjected to having to watch it's the weirdest almost awful thing on the planet i i don't get like you know i get when a female does it it's beautiful and you know i mean there's a there's an internet filled with those videos but when dudes do it ugh, gross i get it so the fact that you have somebody in your life that you trust enough to say can i do this now it's one thing if you pay somebody and you're never going to see that person ever again. But this is like a good friend. And I, when you're young and you're like in your like teens and in your, you know, you, you maybe you try some weird shit. I get that. But, um, 
every once in a while, wouldn't it be nice to have a friend where you could go, this is my thing. Do you mind? And if they are cool enough, they say, absolutely. That was the takeaway I took from it. So the fact that there wasn't like anybody who was like physically, I mean, obviously mentally, you're probably not going to scrub that image from your mind of a dude, you know, putting it in a potted plant inside of a double tree. But <laughs> I'm just saying it'd be nice to have a friend that you could trust that much that you could. And it doesn't have to even be that. It could be anything else that you would think that, you know, would be like your sort of weird thing that you have an affliction to where you don't trust anybody else, but you trust that one person. It'd be nice to have that in life, wouldn't it? I mean, outside of, obviously, if you got a spouse, they should do that thing with your spouse. Do that thing with the person that, you know, that you have to then touch inappropriately and then you, you know, have to goddamn go buy oranges with them. That person you should be able to do that with. But just like a friend? I know it's weird, but I'm just saying, like Louis C.K. coming back and I, I would buy a ticket, I'd buy front row, I'd buy a ticket to all the shows if I could, but goddamn it, obviously there's a lot of people in my boat too that just thought, yeah, it's time, it's time. If Lindsay Lohan were to come out with like a kick-ass movie where she like really put the time in and it's, it's good quality, wouldn't we want to give her a pass? Wouldn't we want to get her back up on the pedestal? We love a good comeback. We love it. We love when we, we loved, I mean, look at Britney Spears. When she first came out, she was like half darling, half ugh. Most people didn't like her. But then flipping around and kind of during that time when she was going crazy, we were like, what the hell is the matter? We caused that, by the way. You know, we brought that girl down. Uh, her dad putting her in plaid skirts and shoving her out in front of TRL Live. Like, I get it, man. I totally get it. So the fact that we caused this, it does kind of feel good when we get an opportunity to be able to build people back up again. And I feel like Louis C.K. is right in that, that, we, that realm. We should start building that guy up again. Because think of all the material that we've missed out on now for the last, what has it been, five years, six years? All that good stuff. Now, it's one thing if he doesn't, like, own it, but he did... He, there was like a bootleg set of him in, in like Houston or something where he basically went in and was like, yes, I did some something terrible and I apologize and I'm sorry. And and he made some like really good jokes about it. And but he also kind of, you know, took the onus on him. Like, I screwed this up and I'm sorry to the people that I hurt. We're we're like Bill Cosby. Dude, please, please, for the love of Christ, do not buy a ticket for that guy. Because they're talking about taking that guy on the road, propping his old ass up. I mean, can you be funny at that age? And, and, and also, the, the giant question is, is he going to talk about what just went on over the last four years? And my answer is probably not. <laughs> Why? If he does talk about it, he's going to talk about it in a way where, like, I was vindicated. I told you guys that this was wrong. And that's going to make him look even worse. So... Scooter, so over cancel culture. Give them a second chance. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's time, man. It's and I'm just <sighs> plus. What are we supposed to do with people who are sort of like in that realm of like? Eh, I mean, Al Franken. I mean, what did is what he did the worst thing on the planet? I mean, what guy hasn't? I mean, dude, if you go back and find like some of those. Here's the thing: when we were uh, at our age, when you're 40, when you were like you know 19 to 22. 
you had disposable cameras. It wasn't everything on your phone, snap a picture and then send it to Facebook. It was, you had to like take a picture and then pray to God that you possibly got the shot and then bring it to a Walgreens, drop it off. And then four days later, you'd get your, uh, get your prints back. And usually, not all the time, but for the most part, because I grew up with a bunch of, you know, freaking Neanderthals, there'd be a nice little slip on the inside of the picture packet. And it would say, due to our company standards, there are some pictures that we refuse to print. Because, you know, we'd be camping or we'd be at concerts and, you know, ridiculous things would happen. <laughs> and, and they would give you the negative. They'd go, listen. We're not going to take this out of your hands because you do with it what you want. We'll give you the negative, but you got to go print it somewhere else because we don't want to have this like, you know, get slipped in with like, you know, a, a bunch of birthday pictures on accident. And then a mom's going through and she's like, oh, my God, look at Billy's eighth grade, you know, eighth grade graduation. And then, boom, you know, there's a picture of you on the Apple River with some girl, you know, with a freaking Godsmack tattoo showing off the goods. I'm just saying I get why they don't do that. But nowadays, you know, I mean, if all of those things, we all have those like crazy, weird skeletons in our closet that we probably don't want people to know about. So the fact that he just happened to have this one thing, I don't know. I feel like we should just let him go. So I'm glad there's a few people that are willing to buy some concert tickets to go see that guy. And I don't know. I mean, is he ever probably going to be, you know, a part of the Mark Twain Center for... I can't even remember the name of it. You know, is he ever going to win the award for, you know, the Mark Twain? I can't remember the name of that award they give out in Washington, D.C. But, uh, you know, comedic excellence. No, fuck no. Like that. Those days are done. He'll never give out another award. He'll never be. He'll never get nominated for another Grammy. Like all those days are gone. But we can get him back into clubs and let him start earning a paycheck. And plus, it's good for these clubs that can sell out these shows because, you know, the bartenders make money. The waitresses make money. You know, the, the they can get more money to be able to bring in other comics. So these are all good things. Let that happen, please, for the love of Pete. Plus, when a bunch of shit about me comes out in about 10 years, I hope you guys are willing to accept that I've made mistakes. <laughs> I'm sorry for them. I don't want to get into them now. But in 10 years, when all that stuff comes out and I got to actually answer for it, then please... Feel free, after a couple of years of shunning me, to give me a second chance. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram, which is at Rudy underscore Povich. And once again, you guys, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.